Welcome into another episode of Mid-Michigan Matters. This podcast is designed to go behind the scenes at what our local nonprofit organizations are doing in our community. And now, here's your host, Chris Bachman. Chris Bachman back with you on Mid-Michigan Matters. I've got a special episode of Mid-Michigan Matters here. I've got Rod Denton with me again. I've got Gladys Strong here. I'm out at the Isabella County Fair. So if you do hear the phone ring, Deb's working hard setting up for the fair. We're getting ready to go. But when I was out here talking with these guys a couple days ago, we started talking a little bit about the history, and you guys said, Rod, we need to get Gladys Strong in here. That's what you guys told me, didn't you? Yep, yep. And so Gladys is here with us. And Gladys, you were just talking about the first years of the fair moments ago. And so for people who don't know who you are in the community, talk a little bit about yourself your history here at the county fair and then we're going to kind of get into the history of the fair and you're giving me a look like now i don't know if i want to give my history (laughs) (laughs) well don't know what to say but i've been involved with it many many years um i don't know if it's necessary i was secretary for about 30 years and as deb said i did the fair book many years ago my children were in um grandchildren great grandchildren were in for a short time all right and you said the first year that you remember was like back. Well, you don't remember it. You weren't around then, but you believe it was like in 41 or something like that? Yep. The histories we have, 1941 was the first uh, one, and then the war came along, and then it stopped, and it started back up again in 1946. In 1946, and it was at Island Park, and that is what I find absolutely <laughs> fascinating. It just, just blows my mind, and Rod, you said when you go down there now, you wonder, how in the heck did we have it down here? Yes, correct. <laughs> <laughs> and Gladys, you said none of the buildings were there. You said there was a grandstand down there and some quonsets that you guys explained to me were buildings that had a curved roof, dirt floor, and all that stuff so the earliest years at the fair at island park what do you what do you guys remember about it rod i know you showed down there well it's like um compared to what we have now it's condensed you would think um but they were called quonset uh, buildings yeah and that's where the animals were and then uh, the night of the auction when the animals were sold you paraded them around from the buildings out back to in front of the grandstand and then you auctioned them off and then you took them back to the buildings but yeah it's it's so much different now than what it was then and I, I believe we just outgrew the place but you go down there now and you just can't believe we had a fair there. <laughs> I can't even picture there being a, a grandstand down there or anything yes, there was. like that yep. and so that's pretty cool to think that you know you guys left Island Park and that's continued to grow and turn into something else now that it wasn't needed for the Isabella County Fair and the first year that the fair was out here and do you have any more memories Memories, I guess, Gladys, of it being at the uh, Island Park. What do you remember about it being there? Pretty much what he has said. I do remember they had the uh, food um, food stand there also, and the kids would all work at that, and in which they still do today. Um, that's part of each for each club's uh, commitment to the community is to work in the food stand, and each club uh, has a certain time that they work and they did that back then I remember my kids being in there working at island park that's been going on ever since the fair has been open as that food stand that's one of the things our owner bob peters always talks about is really special is that 4-h food stand with all the fresh food it's so so good gladys one thing you had talked to me about was when you guys were down at island park you guys were saying there was nothing down there you had the the quantas the grandstands but the very first few years they were tying the animals up to trees there was only a few people down there gladys what do you remember about that well i really don't remember i wasn't here i'm <laughs> oh all right so it this is some stories that were told, told to you but the, at, when they first went in the quonsets weren't there all right that's why they tied the animals to the trees and and i'm not sure whether they left them there all the time or not but um 
they would um, show them from there. Yep, and so, yeah, they'd either have to be coming up and tie the, you know, the cow up to the tree for a couple of days, or they were having to haul it back to the farm, bring right. it back in the morning or something like that. Just Was it 74, I think you guys said, was the first year that you were out here? 78. 78 was the first year that you were out here. Steve Recker's not with us, but the one thing that I remember that he said was it was awfully muddy out here the first year. What do you guys remember about year number one out here at the fairgrounds? It was very muddy, and the uh, amusement people we had refused to come, so we had to get somebody else in a hurry. At the last minute, you have the people cancel on you. You probably had to call somebody from, like, Ohio or Pennsylvania to come up here, didn't you? I think at that time they were in Michigan. Oh, all right, all right, that's good. And now, Rod, what do you remember about the first year out here? Just like she said, I mean, and Steve said, it was it was a mud mess. Unfortunately, um, if you want to have it rain, you have a fair week. And then, uh, but we've made a lot of improvements over the years. And What are some of the improvements that, I mean, I don't know if you guys can go into all the improvements that you've seen over the years, but you go back to then, the, the first year out here, what was out here? Nothing. In the first year, the, the grandstand and the six buildings were built by... Um, members of the community, um, mostly like for each parents and, and this type of thing. So you had, when you guys knew you were going to move out here, you had the 4-H kids, the 4-H parents probably out here every weekend after they were working their regular day jobs and, build, and building these barns? Probably during the day, too. <laughs> yeah. I remember my husband would come out and uh, work when he couldn't didn't have anything to do at the farm, which isn't very often but he, he come out and our son come out and helped a lot too and what was it like seeing just you know that the, the group of four ragers come together to you know when you guys look out here now and see what you see from going to island park and looking around and saying how in the world do we have the fair here i'm kind of thinking the same thing as i look out the windows here at the office and just see the huge horse barn the horse arena you got the arena to show all the cattle and stuff right here as well how in the world did this all happen <laughs> volunteers, a lot of it. Yep. Yep. The, the first one's all volunteers. And as extra buildings went up, some of the associations like the Horse Association, the um, Livestock Producers, and that helped put up the buildings. All right, and I guess that all come from the revenue that came from the fair over the years built up, and they were able to put that money back into the fairgrounds, which is kind of cool. Now, Rod, how much did you build out here? How much, how much of the stuff were you out here working on? Well... I'll tell you, there was a lot of nights that we got done uh, with our milking chores, and uh, I'd grab a neighbor and my brother, and we'd come out, and, and quite a few nights we swung a hammers. And now when you came out here, were you alone? Was there always somebody out here working? Oh, there's a lot of a lot of people here volunteering, yeah. And what's that tell you about our community? Wonderful. Yeah, yeah. wonderful, yes. <laughs> yeah. Like I said, I was well you kinda of, I think you were going to for the deep answer and Gladys yeah. says, you know what? It says that everybody's just absolutely wonderful. It was. Yep. It was. Everybody come together and yep. Is it safe to say that you guys have been at the fair every single year since it's been at the Isabella County Fairgrounds? Oh yeah. Kids, grandkids, you know, nieces, nephews, have they all shown out here? Yes. Yeah, and Rod, I talked to you a little bit about it uh, the other day. Gladys, what what is your family show? Horses, pigs, you know, cattle. How, how does that go, or has it been a number of different things throughout the years? Number of different things. On the, when our first kids started, my husband didn't want them to bring in our dairy animals because he was afraid of diseases and that. So they showed sheep. All right. And they did very well with their sheep. And as they went on, I think they all showed sheep. And then they got into 
crafts. Um, I Well, it's one of those, I think there's so many different things that they've done. You're trying to think of everything, know, and that's and all that's right if it. you haven't. But I want to ask kind of a random, you know, a farmer question now that I have no clue. And he talked about bringing, you know, your husband was afraid to bring in the dairy back in the day because of diseases. That's something where technology has gotten so much better. The medication has gotten so much better for the animals. Probably not something you need to worry about as much now. Is that correct? Correct. Well, then when our grandkids come along, they started showing the dairy feeders. All right. Mm-hmm. And then our our great-grandson, I think the one great-grandson did show a dairy feeder. You guys have had, you know, kids, grandkids. <laughs> What's the most difficult animal for the kid to raise to, to show here, in your opinion? It's kind of another random question here. From what I see of them doing, I think the pigs are because they're are. harder <laughs> to control. <laughs> what do you think, Rod? Well, um, I would have to say probably the big steers. Why I say that is my one daughter uh, took the big steer. She said, I'm going to take a big steer. And to get it broke, um, and then you you come out here and you see uh, small kids with these big steers, it's, it, uh, it's an experience for them to learn how to you know, when you say get them broke, I'm picturing the horse. You know, you're making the horse comfortable with you riding. It's kind of it's it's not the same thing, but it's a similar aspect to that. What what what, do you, what happens when you you know break a cat a steer or something like that? Well, what I what I mean by that is training training them to lead. All right. Um, that's it's we call it breaking breaking right. them in and showing. You have to set them up, be able to show them. And yeah, but that's that's the tough thing because you want them to lead, but then you also need them to stop. Because I yeah. imagine if I've got a steer lead me and he wants to keep going, we're going to keep going, aren't we? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Just uh, I kind of want to open up the floor to you guys. A certain memory, you know, Rod was talking about the concerts out here with Steve in Alabama when that was out here. I don't know if that's your number one uh, memory out here, Gladys. But when you think about your past being involved in the fair, what's the one memory, the two memories, or something? the several memories that really stick out to you hmm. um the biggest thing memories i i with the concerts um i was in charge of getting chairs lined up <laughs> and uh when i say chairs i had a semi load of chairs a band trailer <laughs> so um i was in charge of getting them lined up and um and we had a a lot of volunteers that when we unloaded them uh, you want to see chairs disappear in a hurry out of a truck um they just was all right there. Do you think you could put a, a roundabout number on it? On, on uh, how many chairs were in there? You know, a semi full of chairs. I'm. Oh no! It was like um, how many did we have? I got the number thirty seven hundred and twelve chairs. Is how many it was that you put out? I remember starting out with a thousand. That wasn't enough. We went to fifteen hundred. <laughs> that wasn't enough. Then we ended up, yeah. <laughs> ended up with 37, 12. What is it, when, when you're a superintendent, what does that involve here at the fair? The superintendents, each one has a, a specific uh, project that they are in charge of when they come in to enter. Children bring them in and you help them set it up. And, and um, a lot of times well, you'll have a judge and they ask them questions on their project. It's a learning experience for the children, or members, for each members. Only for each members can do this. And so how many years have you been a superintendent? What are you currently the superintendent of here at the fair? Uh, I think it's 52. But I am currently chairman of, or superintendent of Leathercraft and Ceramics. Right. And I teach both of those projects to the students. All right. Members and adults. I have some adults in my classes. And if somebody wants to get involved in one of those classes, to just be reaching out to the 4-H and getting involved through that? Yes. All right. All right. Cool. And now, all right, so you've been a superintendent out here for 50 years now, Gladys. Rod, how many years have you been out here at the fair? 
as he stares off into the distance. (laughs) Every year it's been here. Every year it's been here. And so it's safe to say you guys got 100 years of fair experience together? I would assume maybe more. Maybe 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 more. more. (laughs) Because I was involved a few years before. All right. If if you're going to tell one reason why somebody should come out to the fair and support these kids at the 4-H, why would you tell them to come out here? To see what the kids in our community can do, because there's many, many things that um, that they do that would be interesting to most people. Rod? 4-H is a wonderful program. Uh, it uh, teaches kids uh, responsibility. Yeah. Cool to see how far things have come, and I think a lot of it's because of the work you guys have done out here, so thanks so much for that. And you guys got any, anything to add here, Rod? You got one thing you want to say? I don't remember what year it was, but I can remember we had uh, uh, quite a lot of rain during the fair. It was at Island Park, and the river, of course, Island Park is surrounded by Chippewa River, and that, overflo- that kind of flooded the park, and the midway had to pack up, and they had to pull to a higher ground. It was, it was, a. Uh, it was, the island part became a lot smaller. <laughs> There's not enough room to show the animals, but there wasn't enough room for the rides out oh, there. Oh, the water came into the buildings and we had to take the animals out, yep. <laughs> Reason number 944 to be out here at the Isabella County Fairgrounds, right? <laughs> Gladys, Rod, thanks so much for joining me, guys. I'm Mid Michigan Matters. I really appreciate you talking about the history of the Isabella County Fair. Another big, big thank you to those two, Rod Dent, Gladys Strong, talking to me about the history of the Isabella County Fair. So cool to hear some of that information. We've got more coming up with the Isabella County Fair with Steve Recker, Rod Dent, and Deb Acker here on Mid Michigan Matters as we gear up for the Isabella County Fair starting on July 25th. Our hometown showdown. If you haven't auditioned yet, head to my1043.net or buck92.com and you can do our online audition right now. See you next time on Mid Michigan Matters. Thank you for listening to this episode of Mid Michigan Matters. While you're here, feel free to browse earlier episodes or other podcast programs on our platform. Listen to what you will and spread the word. Thanks again for listening.